This is Famous First Times. I'm Ian. And I'm Dom. Every episode I bring round some stories to Dom's. And I read them out and they usually involve a famous person's first sexual encounter. Sometimes we deviate a little bit from that and this episode we're doing that in a big way. Alright, okay. Why are we doing that? Well, I don't want to reveal too much but we usually do for autobiographies but this one it's more fantasy. Fanfic. Oh right, fanfic special, is it? Yeah, half of it is. But we've got we've got a couple of really big names coming up, haven't we? We have, and I think we might have a lot of new listeners for this one, Dom. Yeah, because they're like this generation, famous people. All the other people have done it from the past, aren't they? Yeah, so we're gonna have a lot of younger has beens. We're gonna have a lot of younger listeners. But remember, 18, you've got to be at least 18 to listen to this. So if you're if you're younger than that, switch off, it's not for you. Give it a five star rating and get out of there. Get out, wait till you're 18, come back, have a listen. So who are the stars of this episode? Well, it's two of the biggest celebrity names around, Dom. We're doing Kim Kardashian. Yes. Mm, you know her. I know Kim Kardashian. All right, good. And Chris Brown. All right, good. So if you have tuned in just for those two, don't 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 skip ahead looking for that. Listen to the first story, because we do mention Kim and Chris throughout that story, and there's some quite interesting bits. So listen to all of the first story, and then at the end we'll tell you the the full thing of them as well. All right. But great. listen to all of the first story, because it's, it's so good. And we mention Kim and Chris in it. Okay. Yeah. Right. So just one last time, listen to the first story, and then. Kim and Chris will come up afterwards. Yeah, and we'll, I promise you, we'll mention bits of Kim and Chris in <laughs> the first story. Throughout the whole episode. Yeah, yeah we get so, it. So we'd listen to all it right, all. Ian. Ian. Don't, don't go skipping ahead. Ian, right. get it. Come just on. making sure. Let's, right. just, let's do the first story. Okay, and thanks all you new listeners. Have fun. And here we go. Okay, time for something a little different, but still in the same... Right. <laughs> Still in the same ballpark, don't worry. Okay, this is from a, a book published in 1985, collected together by Fred Vermeule. It's published on Pete Townsend's obscure book label, Pete Townsend from The Who. The book is called Starlust, The Secret Fantasies of Fans. Title explains itself. It's so it's not a real story. No, it's made up, but it's still a first time in the imaginations of these <laughs> Kids. From this book, there's a, about a dozen different stories, yeah. and this this is oh, the most okay. interesting one. And it's from Stephen. Stephen. Stephen is 16, and it's about Bruce Foxton from The Jam. Okay. Do you, do you know anything about Bruce Foxton from Don't The Jam? Don't know anyone from The Jam apart from Paul Weller. Neither do I. Uh, Bruce Foxton. Do we need to know anything about him? Is he like an interesting guy? Or is no. Or some... <laughs> Like oh, sleeper bloke is what they call yeah. it. Google him, find a picture. I don't right. care what he looks like. It's besides He's a, a fucking Ned from uh, one of the shittiest bands of the seventies. <laughs> it's not that important who he is anyway. Right. Anyway, so this is Stephen's story. Stephen is sixteen, and it's about him, his fantasy about Bruce Foxen from the Jam. Okay. My name's Stephen. I'm a sixteen-year-old, and I am a homosexual. 
after reading your advertisement, I decided to write and tell you about my secret sexual fantasy. It's with Bruce Fox, Turner of The Jam, and it's as follows. I attend a modern comprehensive school, and I always imagine going to the toilets during the lessons and finding Bruce there, facing the wall, apparently having a piss. He would be dressed in a uniform, black trousers, grey jumper, shirt and tie. Anyways, I've always liked Bruce Foxton, the sexy looking fifth former. I decided to stand next to him to get a good look at his prick. As I do, I discover he's wanking himself and what an ace dick he has. It is seven inches long with a great big red knob and I can see his brown hairs peeping through. <laughs> Having good fun, I said to him. Yeah, there's nothing like a fucking good wank, is there? At this, he walked over to the door and he said that we'd better lock the door in case anyone came in. Wouldn't want our wanking session disturbed, would we? He said, and he walked across the floor, dick in hand, and he rested against the wall and continued wanking. By now, my naught-inch prick was rock hard and I was enjoying a great wank. Facing Bruce, I watched him slowly pull his foreskin back and forth, revealing his lovely moist red knob. Bruce started moving his blazer pocket and brought out a pack of cigs. <laughs> he handed me one and we both had a smoke and a chat whilst wanking off. After a while, he said, Oh, balls, I'm going to take these bloody things off. They're aggravating me to death. And so he quickly pulled his trousers off, revealing long masculine legs. And then he took the undies off and everything. And he... Sh uh, <laughs> and everything he had showed. His long seven-inch cock stood upright, just asking to be sucked. In between his legs was a massive pair of really fleshy balls, <laughs> and they were the largest balls that I've ever seen. And then his thick, bushy, brown prick hair, loads of it. Oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> Why don't you take yours off, he asked. So with great speed, I did, and it wasn't long before we were both completely naked. He turned round for a minute, revealing his bum. It was ace. <laughs> it was as smooth as silk and just the right size. He looked over at me and said to me, will you wank me off for a change and I'll wank you? <laughs> it feels a lot better. So we did. <laughs> I put my hand round his dick and I felt its thickness and warmth and I slowly pulled it up and down, getting more and more turned on as he was slowly wanking mine off. Then the next part just more or less happened. I felt him slip down my body and take hold of my cock. And then his mouth opened and with his tongue, he licked all around me solid dick until he reached my knob when he fully opened his mouth and put the last inch of my dick into his mouth. He moaned softly and slowly gave my cock an expert sucking. His tongue was right into the skin at the side of my knob and this was fantastic. After, after a few minutes, he withdrew and licked his lips. He sat on the floor, legs open, and he said to me, it's your turn now. So I placed my head in between his legs and started to kiss his dick and lick his hair. I opened my mouth and put his balls inside. His balls were so big, really a mouthful, and I could feel the flesh on the walls of my mouth. As I explored his balls with my mouth, his hard dick was lying against my face, and a quick glance at his prick made me want to suck his knob. 
So I pulled away and his balls came into view, wet and warm from being in my mouth. <laughs> I then started to kiss his knob before taking it into my mouth and sucking at the beautiful thing. He was now so excited, I could feel his spunk ready to shoot out. So I decided to let him bum me, as there's nothing better than someone shooting their lord into your bum. So I told him, and I kneeled down while he got behind me, and I felt his hand opening my bum. <laughs> he slowly guided his weapon into my bum. When, after some lovely forcing, he was fully up me, he started to let my bum wank him off, and then all the time he was biting my neck, and his hands were groping around me dick and me balls, until finally I felt the spunk shoot up out of him into me, and I heard him moan in sheer ecstasy. Then he withdrew, and I fingered my bum to feel his warm, milky spunk, and I licked my fingers, and I got them full of his ace-tasting juice. His prick was now limp and our lovemaking was nearly over, except he wanted me to come in his mouth. So I got over him, I lowered my knob into his wide open mouth. He started sucking me until finally I could not hold back any longer and I let my spunk shoot into his mouth until there wasn't a drop left in me and he smiled at me and he showed me his mouth full of fresh spunk. And then... He indicated for me to kiss him, which I did, and we swapped the spunk about in each other's mouths until finally he swallowed it. Both our cocks were now limp, and we lay together naked on the floor, holding each other, both totally satisfied. This was my secret sex fantasy with Bruce Foxton. I hope you enjoyed reading it. <laughs> Fucking hell. How do you feel about that? I one? feel a bit fucking filthy <laughs> after after reading that. <laughs> but this is just so much detail about every minute touch and sensation. It's but it, and it's he's not really just, in it. But he's he, really in that story. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's lived that many many <laughs> times over. But the, just the, the adjectives he use. Uh, so like childish and funny. <laughs> ace had an ace prick. Keeps saying ace, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. This is the mid eighties, remember? Or the yeah, early eighties. And but, like they do talk a bit, a bit funny as well. Oh balls! I'm going to take these bloody things off. They're aggravating me to death. <laughs> yes, look at Nana. Oh, I can't be doing with these bloody pants on. <laughs> Get them off. The least sexy way you're talking. <laughs> fleshy balls. Big, big fleshy balls. Like, the bigger and more <laughs> flesh on the balls, the better. Just big saggy balls. <laughs> Ooh, I like a nice saggy balls. <laughs> the, the stuff that gets this kid off is uh, a bit... Yeah, it's just bizarre to, like, delve into this kid's mind. And I'll tell you what, he's got... Um, he's, he's not really got a grasp of what genitalia is a knob from what from my knowledge is a is a is the full knob a, a dick the a, a penis yeah and he's using it to describe just like just the, the bell end isn't just, it because yeah. he's saying that in his lovely red if knob. you think about it it's like knobs what what shapes a knob like, like a, a doorknob round round yeah, like a bell end have we got it wrong all this time because like a, a dick is you know it's tubular <laughs> it's, it's more it? of a cylindrical thing 
whereas the, the end of it, that's the like round. The more blood it's got in it, the rounder it gets. So he's thinking about it like a big swollen but round it, knob. That's he's I got like, it right. Everyone is else he, is wrong. Are we wrong? Yeah. Is, What's this about him, like, describing his outfit? Like, he had um, black trousers and a grey jumper. <laughs> he really... Oh, oh. Just, Can you imagine? <laughs> he's just stood there in his grey jumper. Ooh, grey. Dressed head to toe in grey. <laughs> <laughs> really, I couldn't control myself with that grey jumper. <laughs> what gets me is the bit where he's, he's getting fucked up the arse. Guy had his weapon into me bum. Yeah. After some lovely forcing fully up me, yeah. he started to let my bum wank him off. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's no. That's, that's sex. It's just sex. It's just wanking's sex. gone once you're like a wank involves a hand, doesn't it? It's well, but tit wanks. Foot, yeah, foot wank. He's in. He's inside him, right? This it's, is sex. It's fucking him up the arse. Yeah. It's being fucked up There's the no arse. There's no more wanking anymore. <laughs> yeah, the wanking's... The wanking's way, way gone. When they were swapping over and wanking each other, that were wanking. Yeah. No you one's can, arguing with that. You can wank with different things. You can use other things to wank. But once you, you're using a bum to wank, that's sex. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is shagging <laughs> will you, then. Will you wank us with your vagina? <laughs> it's not actually. It's not real sex. It's not it's proper sex. I just want you to wank me. <laughs> With your bum. <laughs> ace tasting juice. It's just ace. Everything's, Everything's ace. ace. It's really ace. It's like Grange Hill like, <laughs> language, isn't it? It just watches Grange Hill all the time, thinking about shagging people from the jam. The jam is a bit of a Grange Hill band as yeah, well, isn't it? Because they had like, shit school shit uniform ties, suits on. Yeah. <laughs> Grey jumpers, singing about grim stuff down back alleys. Yeah, and eating gimbals. rifles, yeah. Eating trifles, yeah, all that shit. Oh, balls, I'm going to have to take these bloody things off for aggravation to death. <laughs> so Bruce has got this seven-inch prick, but uh, Stephen, Stephen's prick is, is naught-inch. Oh, it's a yeah. zero-inch penis. But in his own fantasy, why is he not, like, give himself... It's his fantasy. Give yourself a fucking eight-inch dick. <laughs> yeah, you can outdo, Bruce. You can outdo Bruce. <laughs> the first time he like speaks to him, having good fun. <laughs> What's this? And then he retorts, "There's nothing like a fucking good wank, is there?" <laughs> Billy having Hunter. good fun, <laughs> jolly ho. It's <laughs> like a couple of sentences that just, just like he's really getting carried away with himself as well. I felt him slip down my body and take hold of my cock. Then his mouth opened with his tongue. He licked all around my solid dick until he reached my knob. Then when he fully opened his mouth and put... It's like... It's just like stream of consciousness stuff. I can't get it down fast enough. This is him scribbling late into the night into his notepad. Bullshit rating out of ten. Um, to fucking 11. <laughs> yeah, broke. It doesn't get more bullshit than that. Because this guy... Broke the, <laughs> broke the barometer there. There is not a single ounce of truth to it. I'd love to know what Bruce Foxen thinks about this. Bruce doesn't know about this, does he? Someone must have told him. If, 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 if I read that about you... <laughs> you, you Dom, yeah. <laughs> check this out. But it was on Pete Townsend's... Yeah, it's not label. like it's just on like Reddit or something. Yeah, fanfic crap. Well, this yeah. is very early fanfic, isn't it? Yeah. Pete will have got. Pete will have vetted that. Pete will have gone, yeah, that's that's good. Get it out. Get it published. Pete he might have had to like go to Bruce and say, <laughs> "We've got this story about you. It's completely made up. No one's saying that it happened, but it's about you shagging a little kid. Are you all right with this?" And he's like, "Yeah, fuck it." <laughs> 
It's not my words, is it? <laughs> they would have had to probably get him to okay it. But he could be a bit of a dick, Pete. So he might, he might have goaded him with it. Pete, if you're listening, let us know. Bruce, Bruce, if you're, if you're listening, <laughs> get in touch. You're not proper fairness. You're just one of the also runs in a shit band. Get in touch. <laughs> I don't Tell think us. the jam was shit. I think the jam were all right. All right, get in touch. Ian thinks you're all right. I don't, just no, I don't think Bruce was... I think the jam were all right. I like Tall Weller. Anyway. Ian fucking hates you. <laughs> he thinks your band's all right. I think your band's shit, apart from eating rifles. Stephen really, really likes you. Did you ever meet him? Did, did, you, did, you, did, you meet, did this happen? <laughs> Is it real? Get in touch. Get in touch. And now, time for the ones you've all been waiting for. First, we'll do Chris Brown. Right. And what do you think of Chris Brown? I don't like him. Neither do I. Should we go for it? Yeah. Right. I lost my virginity when I was eight years old to a local girl who was 15 or 14. Yeah, really. Aha. It's different in the country. I grew up with a gang of boy cousins. And they... <laughs> <laughs> And they watched so much porn that I was raring to go. By that point, we were already kind of like hot to trot, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like girls, we weren't afraid to talk to them. I was afraid. So, at eight, being able to do it, it kind of preps you for the long run. So you can be a beast at it. You can be the best at it. <laughs> I don't want to say how many women I've slept with, but you know how Prince had a lot of girls back in the day. Prince was like the guy I'm just that today, but most women won't have any complaints <laughs> if, if they've been with me. They can't really complain. It's all good. I would say that I'm an inspirational guidelines book. You can take my life story or scenarios or songs and relate to them and apply them to your everyday life. You know, whether it be personal or musical, I just think I'm a walking at peace. Just a ball of creativity. If it weren't for the incident with Rihanna, I'd be bigger than life. Yeah, I can't think of anything I'm bad at, apart from just being able to relax and sleep. That was from an interview we did in 2013 for The Observer magazine with Decca Aitkenhead. One of my favourite writers. Yeah, that's that. Even if he hadn't done any of that shit we that we know about, yeah, he'd still be a cunt just from that. Well, he's smog, isn't he? Can't think of anything I'm bad at apart from being able to relax and sleep. That's like when you go for a job interview and they ask, what are your flaws? <laughs> Work too hard. I'm just too good at stuff. Let's wrap up this one. Is yeah. Chris Brown woke? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? The Double K. Kimmy K. Kimmy K. Kimmy K. Kardashian. Brilliant. What do you think of Kimmy K. Kardashian? Not really into her. Are you? No, she's boring as fuck. 
So this is from the book Kim, written by Sean Smith. It's an authorised biography of Kim, so it's not her own words, but she'll have spoken to him about it, and it's, it's all true, it's all fucking true. It was published in 2015. She, she lost it with TJ, who's Michael Jackson's nephew. After we had been going out for a year or so, I approached my mom to discuss birth control. When I did want to have sex for the first time, I was almost 15. She was like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to put you on birth control. And she was really open and honest with me. Yeah, so what do you reckon of that? Boring. It's pretty boring, isn't it? Mm. Do you reckon it's true? <laughs> right, and there we go. That's a wrap. Wait a minute. I thought we had a rule that we didn't do women. The whole point was to show men up for being arseholes. Why are we? Why have we done a woman now? Advertising gimmick. All right. Yeah, fuck it, man. It's the last episode. Do what we want. We've had fanfic. We've had Bruce Foxton's we've already, fanfic. We've it's already broke the rules. <laughs> the rule book is out of the window. We need balance out Bruce Foxton, who no one fucking knows. <laughs> Not yeah. even fans of the jam barely give a shit about him. We need balance that out with the most famous person in the world, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Thanks for listening. That's season one out of the way. Done. And if you tuned in especially for the Kim Kardashian and Chris Brown stories, I hope you enjoyed them. <laughs> yeah. um, and if you tuned in especially for Bruce Foxton, I hope you really enjoyed that as much if, as I did. If you tuned in especially for Bruce Foxton, you know him. You know who he is. You tell him. Fucking play him, man. <laughs> get in, tell, go and get in touch. If you do want us to come back next season, um, probably a couple of months from now, just tell your mates. Oh, by the way, if you want to get in touch, fft at giveover.co.uk. Ring or leave a message on 07896 Follow us on Facebook, Famous First Times, or on Twitter, at giveover. Uh, Instagram, Instagram's our main one. Oh yeah, I do some drawings and put them on there. Yeah, cheers. All right, bye.